Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Board and Abroad. This week we're joining content creators Michael and Lauren live from England. Hey guys, hey, how are you? How are you? Guys, how are you? Yeah, we're good, thanks. How are you guys doing? Really good, yeah. yeah. Enjoying good. our morning. <laughs> oh, lucky you guys. How's the weather in Arizona? Oh, it's beautiful. beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so jealous. It's raining here and it's really dark now. And it's like 7 p.m. So it's a bit depressing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are in London, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are. Have you been? No, we yeah. haven't. We're actually moving to Europe, hopefully soon. But as, soon as, yeah, as soon as we're allowed to. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting uh, till you guys open the border so we can get back in the U.S. So we can do a little swap. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, how did you guys like traveling around the U.S.? Well, actually, oh first, <laughs> before we get into, like, all your travels and stuff, I want to, like, introduce you guys and kind of learn a little bit about who you are and your love story, how you guys met. I'm really interested in learning about that. <laughs> okay, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> you can go fast. <laughs> um, when did we meet? We met um, March 2016. Um kind of online <laughs> through friends of friends uh it's a bit of a mix of all those really like we um we have a lot of mutual friends um we we go to we go to church uh together part of the same kind of like church community across the uk it's like an egyptian um egyptian like church community basically um it's spread out all over the uk so you know we do kind of charity fundraisers to send money back to to Egypt and countries nearby and stuff. So yeah, Lauren was one of the people kind of hosting uh, one of the tournaments and I was uh, up in Nottingham, which is a couple of hours north from London, uh, where Lauren used to live, um, playing basically with, with kind of a lot of my friends. Um, like, and just, it was a bit of like, kind of like a social fundraising kind of type thing. So we met, we met through that basically. Yeah, nice. that's awesome. <laughs> he hates when I tell this story because I just tell the short version. I'm like, yeah, he just slid into my DMs. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the short version of it. <laughs> that's but what we'll explain a bit more over a drink <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> and so you guys have been together since and you've been traveling all over the place, it sounds like. And um, yeah, how how is your travels in like the US and all that? Absolutely incredible. So like, we both just absolutely love the US. There's just so much variety, so many different states. You can do anything. Yeah. Um, and especially for me, like the trip that we did recently. So we did a few states. We did Utah, Arizona, California. And that's always been my dream trip ever since I was younger. Um, and I'd never been before, but Michael's been to California. And yeah. so we kind of just both went for a few months. Um, and just we had to cut the trip short. So we didn't get to see everything. Um, because of COVID and the lockdown. So yeah. hopefully, like, we'll be back. <laughs> but we yeah. absolutely loved it. Yeah, that's yeah. so, it's so cool to, like, hear the opinion from other people. And, like, because I feel like watching the news and everything, you always hear all the bad things about the yeah. US. Yeah, it's so true. We, we honestly just, don't even watch Yeah, we just try not to watch the news, yeah. really. You get, you get just a massive negative, like, skew on what's really happening like there's places that we went to i mean we didn't know much about arizona or utah before we before we made that trip and we just really fell in love with both those places like the yeah. landscapes were amazing the people were really awesome like we just had a great time like we just dream about going back there like as soon as we can really that's, that's cool yeah yeah i feel like americans don't really like america 
Yeah, <laughs> every time someone's like, I wish I lived in London, I'm just like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, literally. Like, coming from Australia, like, I mean, Australia's beautiful as well, but America just has so much variety across all the yeah. different states. So, it's it's amazing here, but I don't know, American. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, England like, is pretty small by comparison. So, you know, we've got like cities like London, which are amazing and good fun. Um, and then you've got a couple of like countryside and coastal areas, but the variety is like, is really nothing like in the States. Like in within two months, we did California, Hawaii for a few weeks, even though each of the islands there, like it was hard like to, to remember that we're still in America, just being in Hawaii. So we had a great time over there and then we flew back and then lockdown was kind of starting in California. I think each state was a bit um, different to the others. So we just decided to drive over to Arizona and then just carried on to Utah and the landscapes kept changing. And like, we just kept like, even now when we got back home, like we thought we saw a lot in, in Arizona and Utah. By the time we got home, we realized like there's so many places that we'd missed that we were just thinking we were just around the corner from yeah. like these salt flats and we wanted to go skiing in Utah and in California. Like the fact that you can do all this stuff just within a couple of hours drive, right. to us yeah. it's crazy. Like we really have to basically fly elsewhere to to get a bit of variety, at least like <laughs> in the weather or something. So yeah, yeah, we love the US. In, in December last year, we were in New York as well. Oh, um, really? Yeah, one of my best friends from school in the UK actually lives in New York now. So we were staying with them. Um, and, you know, their view on the US, like we've probably seen more of the US than, than they have. And they've kind of lived in, in New York, lived in Cali. But I guess when you've, when you've got a limited time frame, you just want to squeeze as much in as you can. So we're a bit guilty of like not seeing as much of the UK or as much of Europe as like people visiting yeah. would see. Because you guys, like would, if you came over to Europe, you'd be like, okay, we've got six months here or three months here and you see so much. Whereas we think we've got forever. So you kind of just like, dilly dally a little bit and just and don't don't see as much we had someone ask how do you guys get all your pictures of you as a couple <laughs> okay. uh, a handy tripod friend yeah <laughs> we, uh, would take yeah, it everywhere so, but it's super heavy and michael's such a gent so he's always the one carrying it so every time we go on a hike or anything it's just an absolute because <laughs> yeah. it's just like two kilograms extra on his backpack like we've left it in bushes before, just like hidden on the way and then come to get it on the way out because yeah. it's just been too much. But yeah, it's worth it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, he always carries like the camera gear and stuff because we ha have it all in the bag and it's so heavy. And yeah. I go on trips by myself sometimes. And when I have my backpack, I swear I'm struggling like so much more because I'm like, yeah. oh, it's so heavy. I don't know how he does yeah, it. It's so yeah, true. super tricky. I mean, when we, when we first, started out and we wanted to kind of like we thought oh you know we saw people's couples pictures on instagram about a year and a half ago and we just thought oh these guys are all like professional models and they must be doing a campaign and they've probably got a photographer like on location just taking like and editing all the pictures for them when we started to do a bit of research we realized that a lot of people take their own pictures and we, we started to kind of learn about how to do that and we just yeah. started out with like a 10 a 10 pound tripod like not even 15 dollars for a, for a tripod from amazon and it was it was great for our first trip it had a couple of limitations when you really pushed it um and you know it's it survived like quite quite a lot <laughs> it kind a of long time, being actually. dug into the sand and mud and being blown over and stuff like that but then as you it's it's one of those things where you can start out like 
just learning and figuring out how to do it. And then you can work your way up really to yeah. more expensive tripod, more expensive camera, like kind of when you can, when you can really like determine that you're going to see a difference in what you're actually pulling off with it. So yeah, to answer that question, we, we, we take our own pictures through like tripod and camera, self timer. We've taken a lot on phone, uh, which we're trying to do less of these days, just because we've, we've learned how to use our camera a little better in the last few months. Um, and the drone as well. Yeah, yeah, we recently got a drone and it's like a game changer. <laughs> yeah, fun. Which one did you get? Uh, the Mavic 2 Pro. Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, we've got the Zoom version of that. Yeah, I think we want to get the Pro or the, or the new Air 2, but um, yeah. yeah, ours is pretty good. It come, uh, We had a couple of drone incidents when we were new to flying the drone, so it's not it's not for everyone. And I guess I was, I was a bit, Rest in peace. yeah, I was a bit ambitious flying <laughs> yeah. the first two, but one, one, one went straight in the sea. The other one is on top of a cliff in the Philippines somewhere. So we didn't get either of those back. So yeah, we got some insurance, like one of them malfunctioned. So that wasn't my fault. The other yeah. one, I, yeah, the other one, um, I kind of flew into a cliff, but that's a story for another day. That was all in the past. <laughs> if we were in Asia. I was doing a pan of a waterfall, and I wasn't watching the drone. I was watching my like screen, screen. And <laughs> next minute, smacks into the side of this cliff. But it like fell sideways and then just steadied yeah, itself. Yeah, we got lucky. And I was able to fly back. Oh no that's way! That's incredible. Really lucky, hard. lucky. Yeah, uh, I mean. Oz wasn't retrievable. It was basically in no man's land. But the guy told us, oh, like, every time every time we bring a boat trip out here, like, two, three people lose their drone, like, every day. Yeah. So, you know, next time, like, by the time we got our third drone, I was I was just flying it in beginner mode for ages, <laughs> just, like, being, like, take it out, fly it for, like, 10 seconds, get one picture, and then just put it away and just, like, hold on to it like that. But we just started yeah. to, like... I don't know, I guess it's like, like driving a car or riding a bike or something like that. You just kind of ease into it a little bit. Now we get a bit crazier with it. Um, but yeah, we just, we just, it's, it's, a, it's a fun piece of kit to have around. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you guys been uh, doing this for? Um, a year and a half, maybe? Nearly two years, I think. Yeah. So we basically, after we got married, we just like started traveling. And Michael's always been into photography. Um, and we wanted to do a lot of traveling together. So we just thought, I guess like we were gonna travel anyway and Michael wanted to start taking photos. So we're like, you know, we may as well, like we're gonna be traveling anyway, let's just give it a go and like see what happens. So yeah, I guess since- Yeah, we've been doing, yeah. So I mean, I guess, I guess the reason we wanted to get it, we thought we're basically we're gonna end up spending quite a lot of money traveling if we did all the travel that we wanted to. So we just thought, you know, if we can get a couple of things that will help us like reduce the cost of our travels like instead of spending $10,000 a year on all our trips, if we can get a couple of hotels, a couple of bits of gear, things like that, that would save us a thousand. Then we've only spent 9,000 instead of 10. Um, and then like, as we started to kind of evolve and see what we had to do in order to get those things and, and work on our skills, I guess we started to see that actually, like there's a lot of people who do this and they're really inspiring. And we meet people like you through the platform where you start to see actually like with, we're improving quite a bit we're learning new skills, you're happy to put the work in, you do, you do a couple of bits of work for some hotels or some brands in, in fashion or in travel, for example, and they and they give you really good feedback. 
and then you start to think okay maybe we can push this a little bit further and challenge ourselves a little bit more to like actually start like charging for some some content i know you guys are experts at that for us like we're we're We've been much more like using the old school kind of barter system where we say, look, um, we'll do some photography for a hotel or for a brand in exchange for their products. So we're just exchanging services with them. Yeah. Now, now we're trying to kind of level up a little bit and start to think about, okay, how can we do more like paid, paid type, types of work? And we, we realized a few of the things that we've done for brands anyway, or pictures that we would take like for ourselves, for our feed, or to share with, uh, with our audience, or just for our blog, they're all really useful pieces of, of content and material to a lot of companies that are trying to do this work themselves. They may have to pay thousands to photographers, uh, where for us, um, for example, would be, be a lot cheaper. Um, or we would do something in exchange for, for that service to gain that experience. It's kind of like when you have just graduated university or you just got some qualifications and you're about to get on the job ladder like you kind of want to do a few bits for free at the beginning just to to get that experience and then after a while you know you've been doing this for a year two years three years you want to start really hopefully getting getting kind of paid for the value that you're giving in exchange really and yeah, so yeah a year and a half really but on and off like we haven't been we haven't been as good and as consistent as we want to be we've had a couple of lulls and breaks um, to focus on on business outside and and when we travel as well we don't we tend to kind of take it easy on the we, we're, we're creating the content on that side of things but we're actually not posting we're not posting and managing like our posts and engaging much on the platform like we don't write blogs when we're traveling because you think you've only got a couple of months or a couple of weeks to experience a place and there's so much to do that we yeah. just think okay we can we'll bring our laptop we brought our laptop on the last mm -hmm. trip probably for the first time but that was more just to back up our, our, Photos, our pictures yeah. for me i would rather like lose a camera or lose my passport or something than lose like an sd card that's got all our pictures because you just won't be able to do that stuff again um so yeah for us like you know we, we try and almost like pile up and accumulate the content and then come back and work on it so you know we could have been a little bit better at being more consistent um, I think if we had done over the last year and a half, we would have had a lot higher growth. But, you know, it's like, I think the most important thing to do is just to kind of like not compare to what other people are doing and, and just actually just, you know, rather than compare to somebody else, just look at what they're doing well and see what you can learn from it. What what you can pull over. Like from you guys, we've learned a lot about the kind of the sales techniques, like how to actually add value to brands from other pages. You learn a lot more about how consistent they are and the benefits that they've got from from there. Like we've only yeah. recently started to really show our face on stories. Um, before we were just like, no, I'm not going to talk. I look stupid in front of the camera. Probably might still be the case, but we <laughs> yeah. just care yeah. about it a little bit less. And we're just like, actually, you know, this is part of what we are. And I guess you, yeah. you want to share those things. So it's just like you kind of add a little bit to your skill set. Uh, every month or every quarter uh, or something like that and then you just you gradually start to to get a little bit better just feel a bit more confident as well as time goes on at the beginning i was just like no way i can't believe we're actually doing this and like <laughs> imposter syndrome just hits you like so hard but like because it's just been so long now and like you can slowly see like our pictures getting a little bit better than they were and stuff you just feel much more yeah. confident as time goes on i guess yeah, that's so funny because I feel like I went through the exact same like journey that you guys are talking about. 
you know, when I first started out talking on my stories, I would take like an hour to record like 15 seconds because yeah, I'm like, just <laughs> keep deleting it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that and like it, it was a learning curve on learning how to balance business with travel because, like you guys said, like you're so busy while you're traveling, you want to see everything. It's hard to like manage both, and it, it's a learning curve to to work out <laughs> like. Yeah. balance and and travel and play and fun and everything so I found for us like it was really beneficial like when we did Southeast Asia we went backpacking for a few months and I did I lined up like all my collaborations before we left for the trip so that like on the trip I had and it was with things that we like needed for the trip um, which I think is really helpful as well so we it wasn't just like we were taking a bunch of like extra things to like take photos of but it was yeah, like exactly. that's cool brushes and stuff like that and so yeah during the trip we were able to you know get the content for them post um give them like the photos or whatever and then get paid while we're on the trip and that was able to that's help amazing. us um, so yeah that's really good organization actually i mean like that's definitely something that we can learn to do better because on, on our last trip i mean i guess with the pandemic and everything to be honest yeah. we were lucky to be able to even get away this summer at all um, yeah. And it was all very, very last minute. We were just think, like some of the countries we went to, like Austria, for example, had just opened the border to the UK the day before we got there, yeah. like to the point where the hotel, the guest house that we got to, as soon as we gave him our British passports, he basically said, you guys can't be here. I have to call the police and start calling like border control and stuff. So we just had to pull up the article for him and translate it to German. So that he could actually see that you know the rules have changed, things have moved, are just changing so quickly. Even the guys who were there are just like everyone was on a bit of edge. So we thought, okay, maybe it's going to be a good chance for for us to kind of line up some collaborations with hotels, guest houses, other, you know, tour operators, people who whose services we would use and who would probably have a lot of traffic if if the season was was peak and if we didn't have the pandemic going on. Um, but actually. Like, and, and you know, I, I kind of had, I was sending out uh, proposals in our media kit and sending out emails, but it was all very last minute. So it was just like, oh, like we're gonna be in this town in Germany tomorrow. Do you wanna work with us? And people probably aren't even seeing those it emails. Really or if they are, they're probably like, thinking, yeah. They're thinking yeah. you guys are a bit, like it was, it was probably the best we can do. We had no idea we were even gonna travel until about a week before our road trip, um, but, you know what what you guys did is, is definitely the ideal way of doing it kind of just trying to line up and just be a bit more organized that way you're not under pressure when you get there as well we were trying yeah. to enjoy our trip we didn't know where we were going day to day the the rules on travel kept changing there was so much to see and do we just had our car and everything with us so at the same time trying to line up like new collaborations and look up hotels that may want to work with us and tour operators that may want to get more exposure and promotion on that day or within that week it was just all a bit too it's a bit too stressful so we definitely prefer yeah. to kind of like to, to to learn from you guys and kind of spread that out a little bit yeah i mean we've gone through the same thing for um we were talking with one right before we left for our southeast asia, asia trip and it was stressful trying to like finalize the details like right before we were leaving and we we're like can you like express ship the products to us because we're yeah. leaving and like like <laughs> yeah. yeah it's tough <laughs> yeah so, it's tricky yeah <laughs> what are you guys doing now um 
you don't do like content creation full time, do you? No, like we would we would love to, um, but yeah, we we're not we're not at that stage yet. We're both from finance backgrounds, so we're not you know we're not photographers or artists or like uh, marketing or media gurus by any like measure. We're both in finance. Um, yeah. I, I run my own uh, consultancy firm now after kind of spending the last like eight to 10 years in like big banks and, and kind of very formal type of structured corporate roles. I've just tried to learn what I, what I can do from there and, and also what people don't like about that type of, of structure and see how I can correct that. So I look after a few clients whose, whose finances I kind of handle for them. Um, and I've tried to set up my business so that I can actually work with people remotely, like similar to the content. There's actually a lot of overlap between that business and content creation, which is that we are adding value to people, brands, businesses, um, and in exchange, they, they pay for your experience. The fact that you don't have to be the best at everything that you're doing, but if you can identify a problem or a challenge that somebody has and you can help chip away at that or solve it or get it to a better place than it was before, then that's something which is valuable. And so if, if you're business-minded, you can find a way to, to charge for that. So I've tried to make it a business where, you know, if I can give you advice over the phone or by email or while I'm traveling, then I'll do that. So I don't need to be physically at a, at a computer or at a desk or in an office nine to five, which has allowed us to travel more. And that's yeah. allowed us to kind of explore um, how we can transition from at, at the moment, the job that I'm doing is still very much exchanging my time for, um, for revenue, for, for an income from my clients. So we'd love to come up with something that's a bit more sustainable. For Lauren, I'll let you say what, what you're up <laughs> to these days. Um, so I was doing a nine to five up till like maybe a year ago or something. Yeah. I was just in and out basically. I was doing accounting for about 10 years, but um, I think we've just tried to set up our lives to be a bit more flexible, like Michael was saying. So I still do a little bit of finance, but I do more tutoring, interview prep, that sort of thing. Um, and yoga teaching also, which I enjoy a lot. So. Um, just a mix of all of these things that can just be really flexible and can be done yeah. from basically anywhere. So we've just tried to do that. Yeah. So how do you manage, uh, like, how do you uh, the business along with the travel side of it? And then, like, <laughs> what, what uh, advice would you give to people who are trying to make that transition from, like, to go more remote? Um, I think it's always... Oh, no. oh, wait. At the beginning, because you don't want to take that first step. Like, for example, when I first left a nine to five, like, it feels like it's the end of the world. And you're just like, I'm leaving all of this security and safety and an income. And like, we were married at the time and stuff. And like, Michael still had a job. So like, together, we were fine. But like, I can imagine that if you're especially if you're doing it by yourself, and you don't have another like support system or anything, it can be quite like scary and daunting. Yeah. But I think if you just at least start taking steps and doing the things that you enjoy for free and just starting maybe a small thing on the side um, and just maybe setting that up and trying to do a bit of that even while you're still in your full-time role. Um, it's obviously a lot of hard work at the beginning, but it's really worth it. And when you've got that freedom and you're just doing things that you enjoy, um, it just feels so much better. Like after I'd left my full-time role, I think I went back for about three months. I just did a short contract and just, 
like a couple of months in, I was like, I can't, like, I can't believe I'm doing this again. I just, yeah. like, just after experiencing the freedom and how happy I was, I just, like, when I went back, I just realized how miserable it actually made me. And I think yeah. just people go on just feeling that, like, chronic state of, like, unhappiness and you don't even know it anymore until you've been taken out of it. So I think yeah. just, like, the advice is to just do it, like, no matter how scary it is, just take small steps and just do it because you'll never regret it. Yeah. And you can always go back to that safety net. No one's ever going to take it yeah. away. Yeah, I think for a lot of people as well, like, you, you can, you, everyone's situation is going to be a bit different as well. Um, yeah. And it depends what level of income you need for your, for your life or what you're used to, or what you'd be comfortable getting. I mean, there's no way that at this moment we could rely just on our income from, from our Instagram and photography business, content creation business to replace kind of like about 20 years worth of experience and, and business that we're, that we are doing, doing okay. And so, but the reality is we basically have to, at this stage, you're, you're building a business. You're trying to build yourself for the future, you know, for what there is to come. So what you're trying to do now is you're, we end up basically working on all of these at the same time. So like we're working on, on my business, Lauren was, you were, you were tutoring and coaching this morning. Um, we basically have to do those to kind of keep the lights on. And then, you know, the, the travel, like if you see travelers or our content creation as a business, we're kind of taking savings and taking money from our, our other um, incomes and investing in learning, investing in courses, investing in equipment, camera, tripod, lighting, gear, drone, that kind of stuff costs a lot of money. The travels that we're doing as well as, as, as well as being an enjoyable trip, um, you're trying to go to nice places, see nice things, have, have like real experiences over there that, that you, that the reason that you're traveling to these places. So you don't want to go there and feel like you're, you're missing out. So the trips can become quite expensive um, quite quickly, especially if you're away for three months at a time. Yeah. So we just, you know, we, we're, we're trying to get to a position where we can start cutting the cost of our travel through this business and then start actually generating an income from it that starts to replace a salary or replace um, a job um, so yeah you you really have to just kind of it's going to be a grind that's the truth of it that you're really you're probably going to have to work your full-time job and spend your evenings and weekends trying to build something that you're that you're passionate about you can't just be like oh I don't like finance anymore I'm just going to sack it off and just go on holiday and just people are going to pay me for that it does, it's not going to be that simple um, but the reality is you're, you're going to have to probably do, be, you know, if everyone else is doing a nine to five, you might have to wake up a couple of hours earlier to do, to work on your photography or your blog or your passions, your, your promotions and content creation. And then when everyone's, when everyone's stopped to have dinner at five, you probably have a quick dinner and then you end up doing a few hours in the evening. Yeah. So that's going to be the reality for quite a bit of time until you've put in, that 10,000 hours, 20,000 hours for you to be really good at what you're doing to the point people are going to start paying you. It's not going to come like for free. And it's going to be, it's probably quite risky for a lot of people who don't understand the business side of um, content creation. They're more on the artistic side or really good at photography, videography, but they, they haven't really um, tested and, and pushed the business side of things yet. It's quite, it's going to be quite tough to just, or, it's, you're going to set yourself up for failure, really, if you're not being honest with yourself and, and thinking that you're going to just do that. Everyone does it these days on Instagram. Everyone must be 
traveling all the time that that means they must be making six figures just by going on vacation like it's yeah. not it's not a realistic way of looking at it like the reality is we're doing two three four jobs at the same time to hopefully be able to transition into doing this full-time in in future right. i feel like everything you're saying yes. is just spot on um, <laughs> We, we found that too. And, and in the beginning, when you're trying to create a business out of your passions, and especially like with con content creation and learning like the business side of things, like it really is a hustle in the beginning. I feel like a lot of people underestimate that. And it prevents a lot of people from like reaching their full potential because they don't realize that you do need to put in a lot of work to get established and to get started. But like you guys said, like it builds up and you can look back over time and see like, oh, my photos are getting a lot better now. Oh, I'm getting better at negotiating and, and talking with brands and understanding the business side of things. It takes time to learn that stuff. And yeah, yeah and all, that's all it is, is just continuing to work on it. Um, you know, being okay and accepting the fact that it's going to be a lot of work. But in the end, like focusing on the big picture, the goal at the end of it, when everything does come together and it does start replacing your income and, and, it, and you are building your dream life. Um, yeah, it, it takes a lot of work, but it's, it's possible. Yeah. If you are okay yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the challenge as well is a lot of people, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you guys have been doing this for like a year and a half. So like, why are you only on around 10k like other people have been doing it for less and they're on 50k and immediately you can start to doubt yourself or you see someone else is getting like a really big like paid job or they're staying at this amazing five-star hotel in the Maldives and you're just like wait like we've been trying to get this stuff for a while so it can be quite disheartening if you if you compare um and I remember at the beginning um, Lauren takes Lauren takes the lead on a lot of the artistic side of things and I'd take the lead on the more the kind of the the business side of things so when we were in Hong Kong I think that was our first trip together when we just started our, our page and blog and I was writing to hotels in the Philippines saying like oh we can do some work for you some photography we've got this gear like we can we can put some content together for you and promote you we've got 2,000 followers and Lauren was basically saying to me like I don't want to be part of this email because like, <laughs> I was just so embarrassed I was like no it's too early what are you doing I'm just uh -huh. gonna say no <laughs> Yeah, Laura's just like, they're just going to say no, like, that everyone who's staying at this hotel has got, like, 100,000 followers. And I was like, look, if they say no, they say no. But, like, Mike is know, a bit more shameless. I'm not, just really, like, <laughs> I don't like being embarrassed. <laughs> what Lauren means is business savvy. Not no, shameless. I mean, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've worked in sales roles for, for forever, basically. Like, even the work I do now is kind of like, I, I advise people who are basically millionaires and billionaires on what to do with their money like on paper there's no way that i'm i'm qualified enough to, i don't have that level of money that they do but i understand what they're trying to achieve and i can help them put that together it's the same really for a hotel wants exposure they want content for their feed they want they're in competition with hundreds of other hotels on the same island if they yeah. can get an edge and they've got a spare room that's just sitting around doing nothing and they can get some good content some promo a link to their website and a blog a few bits and pieces like that it's okay if you have 2000 followers i think our emphasis was always on you know it's not about the vanity metrics for us it was much more about we want to be producing content that is as good as the guys who've got 500,000 followers uh, they've obviously they've been doing it longer they may 
understand the algorithm better. We're a long way (laughs) off, yeah, but we we at least want to fit like what we can work on is is upping our game in photography, in our content, like on the platform, how we work with brands, like how like our media kit we've just recently revamped and it looks we're we're really happy with it. But like those kind of things don't aren't reflected in our following or in how much we're we're earning. But you just you know, there's only there's some things you can control and actually work on and improve there's other things that will just drive you crazy if you just focus on them too much and, and tell yourself yeah. like oh like our reach is too low and that was our favorite picture. like sometimes we disagree about picture i'll say to lauren i think that's that's my favorite picture that we've taken she hates it we post it like it might do well might do really badly and we just think what's wrong with everyone this is like our best one and then we post something that was like like our, our most liked picture in the last 18 months we were this close to not even posting because we were just like man we're just it's like it's right, okay it's like not... it's not as good as the other yeah. stuff we took and we're just like yeah, whatever we haven't got anything for tonight let's just post that one and it's like just done like amazingly well we're just yeah. like wow okay fine like i think the key is just to focus on the bits that you can control stop trying to guess everyone's reaction whether that's like your your audience whether it's a brand to so say like like lauren would just would just guess that this hotel is going to be like oh you guys are too small like we wrote to, we've worked with some really good brands um, like Shangri-La, for example, in the Philippines. And I was just like, oh, like if you guys can give us this, 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 then we'll like create some content for you. And Lauren was like cringing. No, like, well, we can't give you all that, but we'll give you like this and this. We're like, all right, cool. That's good. That's, that's like, we're getting something. We were only on 2000 followers at that point. It's a good name to have on our like CV, like you know, that we've, that we've worked with, with these guys, we create content for these guys. And it kind of just helps you think, okay, like, where can we get to next? Like, you just need a couple of things to like, reinforce you and just give you a bit of confidence. And the problem with, I think, platforms like Instagram is, if you look at the wrong details, if you look at the vanity metrics, instead of your the response from your audience and the responses from brands, then you can get disheartened and give up quite easily. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it kind of goes along with that whole thing. Like you can't get what you don't ask for as well. Like when approaching these brands, when you only had 2000 followers. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, you can't yeah, get everyone, what you everyone, don't ask for. Everyone needs to, needs to hear that. Cause I think uh, we all get caught up in like the comparing game and like they, oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say what I was going to say. <laughs> um, so I noticed this couple that I just started following. Um, I think it's the Lover's Passport. Um, so they just got a camera like six months ago. They just started their profile six months ago, and they already have like 6,000 followers. And then I've been doing this for like two years now. And I feel like, and I have just like 7,000 followers, and I feel like their photography is just as good as like mine is, even though they've yeah. only been doing it. But it's just that whole thing where like everyone's journey is different and like so what it took me a little longer to get to where i am like that shaped me into the person that i'm meant to be to be like where i am today and maybe they didn't part of their journey you know and yeah um, exactly exactly and i'm sure every part of the every part of the journey is completely different for for all of us i would say there's a lot of similarities like in speaking to you guys there's so much like overlap from our own experience um but some for example some other pages like we we thought that on this europe trip we were away for five weeks like 35 30, 35 37 days 
we thought we we're going to like post 37 times like on this trip and like we set aside some time to like work on like we, we follow a lot of big pages and who are, are amazing and really inspiring and we see what they do and we're just like they've just been to all these places they've seen sunrise sunset like they've changed outfits like 10 times they've gone like to all these different parts of like the country in the same day and they've got like four hours in the evening to work on their <laughs> yeah. laptops. So and like, we're just like exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> how do they do this? So we tried to do it. And I'm just there sitting by the lake, looking at the water, like on my laptop, trying to edit pictures. And I was like, no, I can't do this. So it's just like, <laughs> for, like for us, like we acknowledge that those guys would be like, oh, we, we've been up since six. We woke up, watched sunrise and then did like four hours of, of like photo editing for brands and campaigns and wrote a blog, like, whilst having breakfast and then like by the end of their trip they'll be like oh we didn't get to go here we didn't get to see that or they're just exhausted like I think everyone has to know their limits as well and also you know you want to push yourself to do well but you don't want to feel under pressure like you know these pages that we're comparing ourselves to for inspiration they've got 200,000 followers they've obviously like by them doing that workload every day, even if they're on a trip, even if they're on a personal like vacation or a content creation trip, they're still putting in that work on their blog, on their content every single day. Whereas, and, and they deserve to be where they are. Whereas for us, we realize that, you know, maybe if we put in the same shift, we would grow on our number of followers much more quickly. But at the same time, we're trying to balance like actually having a break so we can come back energized enough to focus on our, our other business and our health and all this kind of stuff so yeah. and we're not traveling full-time as well so it always feels like there's more of a deadline on kind of enjoying yeah. where we are as opposed to just like being away for six months or a year and you like you know you've still got a long time but like for us like especially when we go away we try and cram so much into one trip yeah like we even like run out of time to see the things that we had on our list let alone do work as well yeah. and we realized on the last trip that we need to actually set aside time to like back up our photos do work go on instagram and do these things that we haven't been factoring in but have just been under pressure to do anyway so yeah, yeah it's just taught us to take things a bit slower yeah. yeah and you don't want it to become unfun like not fun exactly you want to enjoy yourself and especially if you're yeah trying to make this your livelihood and stuff like if you're not enjoying it then what's the point you know so yeah yeah exactly exactly you want it to be we were, we're trying to build something that's sustainable and scalable like we'd rather we'd rather our growth curve look like i don't know if it's going to come up on the camera <laughs> right like if our growth curve looked like that like and it was just a little bit each like and just a gentle upward slope rather than be like oh we went crazy in 2020 and did so much stuff and we're like burnt out by 2021 and then <laughs> hopefully you find like there's a lot of like friends that we've made on the platform who are doing really good stuff and i think like for one reason or the other they a lot of people have given up that we've seen obviously 2020 has been a really tough year for everyone across the board but we've seen a lot of people that have just burnt out so they must have already been kind of on the edge of like you know this is really challenging like i'm not growing instagram's obviously made a lot of changes to the algorithm that have probably push people like away there's platforms like tiktok as well that are challenging for audience uh from from instagram especially on the video front so there's a lot of people who were just like that we were still posting like at least once a day engaging every day really active and then like they must have just got burnt out or or something like that and they've just given up so we we just think that would be such a shame 
with everything that we've put in so far to, for us to end up like that. So we'd rather just like, you know what, this is getting too, too intense at the moment. Let's just take a week off, focus on ourselves and then come back like strong at it again and just, and, and be able to just do, do a little bit each day rather than just go, go crazy on, on one day, feel like a massive boost. Yeah. Um, and I, then, I feel like whenever I get too like stressed about it, too stressed about like numbers and stuff, that's when it's time for me to like take a step back because yeah, like at the end of the day, like, like I said, if, you're not happy doing this, then what's the point of continuing doing it? So, and there are times where you do need to take a step back because, you know, social media can be a crazy place at times and like taking a step back is totally okay. Like having that slow upwards, like that's still progress. And yeah, even though, though you might not be shooting up like some people, um, yeah, you're staying like level-headed mentally and you're taking care of yourself. And that, at the end of the day, I feel like that's what's most important is, is our mental health. And yeah, I think, I think a lot of the reason that people are drawn to content creation as, as, a, as a business or as a potential career is because it gives you like a more balanced lifestyle where you're in charge, you, you get to go to the places you want, you get to meet the, pe the people you want, you get to do the, express your creativity in the way that you want. So then when it suddenly starts to like morph into like a stressful nine to five that you left in the first place, and it's just like, okay, we're probably doing this a little bit wrong. Um, and you might see people grow. Like it's, it's, quite, it's quite easy to look at. So it's, it's kind of like a work environment where you know what everyone's bank balance is because you can just see that follow account <laughs> and you kind of just say, oh, he's doing better. She's doing better. They're doing better. Yeah, but it's not about that, is it? <laughs> like you don't you don't see the full behind the scenes of like what what they've done to get there what they've sacrificed to get there are they happy or not like you can only control those things like for yourself yeah, yeah. it's important not to uh like count yourself out before anyone else can because it goes along with like pitching with brands to like to to not uh like say to not like put your pitch forward because like you think they're not going to accept it, um, just do it anyway. Like the biggest, like we hold ourselves back more than anyone else can. So even when you yeah. see other people past, um, and like you said, you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes, but don't count yourself out, you know. That's kind of yeah, what exactly. I'm <laughs> That's true. No, it's true. I've definitely learned that since the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, I feel like we have the hardest, like, thoughts and beliefs about ourselves and, like, our limiting beliefs and everything, and a lot of people kind of, like, let that stop them from, from actually, like, going full force and going for it, but, yeah, I agree with what you said. <laughs> Don't count yourself out. <laughs> so where do you guys, uh... <laughs> sorry, sorry, you were saying? Oh, where do you guys plan on going from here? In terms of... Travel-wise um, or page-wise? Yeah, like page-wise, business-wise. I'll let you take this one. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I think we've used... Well, we tried to use this year in the lockdown as an opportunity to just invest more, I guess, in our gear and our skills. Um, so 
like we've learned a lot this year so we've done photography courses and we've signed up to a lot of things done a lot of research and tried to really just like better our photos and our editing and all of that stuff so I guess that's what we're working on at the moment I'm just trying to improve skills wise Mm. um and then just just trying to be dedicated and sticking to what we're saying like just finding a good routine um a sweet spot for just when when we're like posting um and just I guess just setting deadlines that we can actually stick to and then once we have done that then I guess taking it further but yeah we just want to focus on that for now I think yeah yeah yeah, that's good advice for anyone listening um because even if you can't like get out and travel places still take the time to like like you said better yourself don't let COVID or anything else like take the blame for holding you back you know um, for sure. It's the time to like work on yourself if you can't. <laughs> um, if it hadn't been yeah, exactly. this year as well, like we probably wouldn't have learned a lot of things. So we've finally we've been using our camera on automatic for like the first year, and it was only about six, seven months ago no, that we actually either. learned. It wasn't literally this Europe trip. No, it was before. It was Cali, no? <laughs> no. Was it not? No. Wow. Okay, yeah. even longer than. <laughs> literally, like we've. Yeah. We've only just started using the manual settings on our camera, like in August, like literally this trip. And that's just because we had downtime. So we were like, you know what, if we're going to do it, we need to do it now. Yeah, Like we would just have conversations with ourselves sometimes when when we're beating ourselves up and just be like, oh, like, how can we call ourselves photographers? We don't even know how to use like manual settings (laughs) yet. And we were just like, oh, yeah, but automatic's pretty good. And just like kid ourselves and just be like, let's just watch some YouTube videos instead of netflix yeah. and tried to like figure this out like once and for all and it's the first this is the first trip um this europe road trip where we actually had more than one lens like we've always just had like the standard lens standard camera on automatic um most of our pictures from new york when we were there they were some of our best performing posts and they were all taken on iphone um camera like probably half of our, our pictures in california more yeah, than half of our pictures in california iPhone were on iPhone as well, 11 Pro, the others were on camera. Um, and as we now started to figure out like what the two lenses do, how to use manual focus, we're just like, well, we've like, I would love to go back and redo all those like shoots <laughs> and all those trips, just knowing what we know. When we were in Hawaii actually, and we thought like that was our peak at that time of like our skills. And <laughs> we, would, we went out for dinner and we were just like looking through our first pictures and we were like, these are terrible. We like, scrolled some of all the way so... back to the beginning and we were just laughing and crying to ourselves in the restaurant. Like, how did we think this was okay? <laughs> but you know what? Like, I think even when I was doing my yoga course, like my teacher said something to me. She was like, you have to be prepared to be shit. And I think that's really good advice. <laughs> like, you just have to get it out there because you know what? It's fine. You just have to brace yourself, get it out. And then you're, gonna, you're only going to improve from there. And then I guess there's no getting anywhere, so. (laughs) What would be your best advice for someone wanting to, yeah, like just take that next step in bettering their photography? Uh, I think like online resources are really, really helpful, especially YouTube is free. But if you want to take that to the next level, I guess things like Skillshare or so many amazing photographers do courses that you can buy and follow along. 
and I think that really helped us so we just did a lot of YouTube a lot of reading and just actually practice so playing around with the settings and the camera so you can only read so much um, yeah. until you actually have to play around with it um, I guess yeah just practice and just as much information as you can get online really but it, like once you start it feels really daunting at the beginning but you learn so much so quick and then when you actually start to see yourself mm. implementing the changes you feel really motivated to carry on yeah yeah absolutely I feel I mean yeah same thing when I like first got my camera I remember there were so many times where I was like I'm never going to figure out how to use manual mode like I just could not you know understand it and then and I would watch videos watch like editing videos and all this stuff and like for the first here I felt like you know I the content that I was creating like wasn't as good as I thought that I could do um, but now looking back and after like two years it's really cool to see like I really have grown so much yeah. um, in the past two That's years yeah your pictures are amazing yeah, yeah. your feet is yeah. great <laughs> thanks <laughs> um, but yeah this practice makes really does and binge watching youtube videos <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and i think it's important once you've figured out kind of like you know if you go on instagram and you scroll through you'll see so many different styles like we tried to do like the dark and moody edit and then the colorful edit and then the every other color grid kind of thing but after like eventually you've, you start to see like okay i really like this style i like what this person does that is is cool but it's not not my style or it's like you know it's a very it's a different niche um and then you start to just kind of just just folk, like double down on on the style that you like and just try to create some stuff like i remember when we were taking some of our pictures before like you'd set the scene up like exactly how we had it in mind and then you'd, the end product wouldn't be there whereas now it's starting to get closer to what we actually have in mind because you're like, okay, like, we want a blurry background, but we didn't know how to do that. Yeah. But, like, we really wanted, like, the action, but, like, it came out blurry, and we want it to be sharp. And, like, eventually, yeah. you start to just be, like, you can go on YouTube and just say, like, how to get a blurry background in your picture. And then you just start to be like, oh, actually, this is something that I can do. Do it a few times, and then, and then see that you're actually making progress. And I think that gives you a bit of a confidence boost to keep chasing that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I think that is like everything that we wanted to cover. Um, I feel like we usually keep these like a half hour, but I mean, this has been like, such a good. It's really been such a good conversation. I feel like it's a lot of things that a lot of people truly need to hear. And, and hopefully yeah, this sure. can help motivate and inspire people to, to continue forward in their journey. Um, we Amazing. really, really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, we you really too, guys. You too. So Keep in touch and let us know when you make your way to Europe. We'll definitely hang out. Thank you so much for having us. That's it was lovely time. Let us know if you guys come back to the US. We can show you around some cool places. Yeah, sure definitely. We we'll be there. As soon as we can. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, guys. And I hope you have a great rest of the weekend. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank you you guys. too. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye.